Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. This is uh, TBT columnist Gina Vivanetto. Hey, I'm Steve Spears, the online news editor for sptimes.com. And our special guest. Special. Very special, <laughs> Chase Squires. Tell him who you are, Chase. I'm Chase Squires. Oh, the TV critic. Yes, he is. Times. That's right. And why are you here? Because we're talking about the television programs of the 1980s. Sweet. Excellent. Classic. And he has special insights because he is the television critic. <laughs> I get paid to have insights now. Insights. Big, big insights. And what was so special about TV in the 1980s? Uh, we were discussing this before the podcast. And it went from three networks to... Well, you well, explain, the, the 80s were, were just a wonderful <laughs> decade because you really bridged the gap from the old, day, old ways to the new ways. We went from, you know, the big three and the standard fare... Uh, the the three jokes and a laugh type setup of the uh, what a sitcom was supposed to be Love Boat Fantasy Island the sh- you know that that was entertaining but schlocky and then over the course of the eighties we saw the expansion of the cable generation uh, with the Superstation and with ESPN and then satellite dishes and everything just sort of exploded and suddenly we had this huge universe of of TV to watch from and as we all know more TV. More TV, more TV. So when you say the big three, you're talking about like NBC, ABC, ABC, CBS. CBS. And then what happened? We had like um, Ted Turner. Turner came. Ted Turner introduced us to the Atlanta Braves and the Superstation, (laughs) which was really just a – I mean, when he he came out with it, it was just a placeholder generally. It was just a a cable channel that showed reruns. But what what it gave birth to was this huge variety of – basic cable channels that exist out there now with original programming that some of it's just really fantastic right. you know fx with nip tuck and and rescue me and and there's just a lot of really we don't know what you're talking now. about we only know things from the 80s and yes. this program yes. if you, if you okay, go past the 80s you've lost our we interest. don't know what you're talking about was the was the, uh, <laughs> the birth mother of all that was good to come from there hey do you remember the other superstation from the 80s what was it WG? wgn still out there do you, remember, and now, do you know what wgn stands for no world's greatest newspaper because it's owned by the Tribune Tribune. Company. That's crazy. Okay, well, then Fox, too, right, started Fox began in the late 80s. Uh, That brought us 21 Jump Street. And I remember the little Simpsons cuts uh, right there in between the Tracy. (laughs) Go home, go home. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. It was just, you know, like a little placeholder. And the Simpsons did start on that show, right? Tracy Tracy Ellman Ellman Show. show, It was just a little two-minute... Bites a beatnik. Yeah. How many seasons is the Simpsons up to now, do we know? Dear God. I don't know. It's a lot, though. And it's consistently pretty good, right? I don't even buy the, the DVD uh, season compilations anymore because they show it nonstop on TV. Yeah, there will be a Simpsons channel a little later that on. That would be yeah, nice. Really. I'm, I'm waiting for Are that. Are you a big Simpsons fan, I Mr. Squires? I am a big Squires? Simpsons fan. Yeah. I, I love that show. You know, the only two characters who have ever died on The Simpsons? Uh, Dr. Marvin Monroe and uh, Bleeding well, Gums Murphy. There you go, Bleeding. Oh, and I guess Actually, Mrs. Flanders. And Mrs. Flanders now, now too. Don't, no, don't even mess with me on The Simpsons. The 80s also from my research, is supposed to be the golden age for primetime soap operas with Dallas, Dynasty, Falcon Crest, Knott's Landing. What, are you, what, were, what was your opinion, Mr. Squires, of those kind yeah. of late night? Were you a fan of any of them at all? Dallas, any of that Dynasty Only stuff? Only Falcon or? Crest, which had a character on it named Chase. <laughs> Chase! <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, that, that actually spawned a whole generation of kids named Chase, if you, if you look around. Wow. So. wow. But you were ahead of that. Yeah, that's that, true. Is it? If you go, you can go like buy, you know, where keychains, and they always had like Chad and then Charles, and I never had a Chase Aww. in there. Now they have Chase. You that's so sweet. Thanks yeah. to Falcon Crest. Thanks to Falcon Crest. Wow. I, hate, I didn't like those shows. I, gotta, I never watched one of them. I mean, I liked the no. theme song for Dallas. Wow. And I know who shot JR. Yeah. But beyond that, I... Larry Hagman was pretty cool, though. So, okay. Now, um, my favorite, one of my favorite shows, I was very young when the show was on, and it was only on for one season, was Square Pegs, with, as Chase always points out, the really, really cool theme song 
which by the waitresses. Let's cue it up. I got to hear a few seconds. Let's of that. cue it up. Maestro, please. The album was fantastic, though. The one that had, um, you know, I know what, what Tracy want. Warmworth, I'm sorry, was her name. And she died of cancer just a few years ago. But Square Pegs was an interesting show. And I remember, I think I was maybe in the sixth grade, 1982. I was like in the sixth grade when that came out. And Ann Bates was the name of the woman who wrote it, the head writer. She was a writer on Saturday Night Live in like 1975 or something but it was a very hip show they had really cool people on it of course it launched sarah jessica parker's career and some other neat people were on it happened to Um, slash though slash who is slash i don't know i'm looking here through some of the cast people but um, i'll tell you if his name jumps out me but they had neat people on it they had devo on it i mean this was a really cutting edge show devo was on it and um they had Father Guido Sarducci on it, I remember, was a guest. And Bill Murray actually was a guest on one of the episodes. And just always, they always had like really cutting edge, neat stuff. Of course, that's why it only lasted a year. And yeah, Martin was, Mull was on it. Tony Dow, actually, the When you think of Wally. the 80s, there's, it wasn't the only series in the 80s that was too cutting, that was too good for TV. In fact, one of my favorite series back then was The Paper Chase. And their and their thing was the series that was too good for TV, and so then it moved over to Showtime, and it ran all four seasons on Showtime. It had a terrific run there, and again, that was you know again the eighties were the the, bur- the explosion of HBO and Showtime yeah. and, and those things. Remember in the seventies, which you know if you go back to the Stone Age, no, no seventies. Yeah, <laughs> HBO was broadcast like at your house to your house in a microwave beam. If you didn't live within a sight line, you couldn't get it. it that was uh, an interesting time. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, very weird. This well, guy's stumping us on trivia. This is just not right. Usually hmm. we, we're, no, we're the no, stumpers. No, it's okay because he's a TV freak. Okay. What was your favorite show when you were a very, very little boy, Chase? I'm just curious. Very young. Believe yeah. it or not, um, I grew up in the early 70s when I was really young, and we still watched Black and Whites of F Troop, ah. uh, which, wow. which I really liked, and uh, the, the uh, Leave it to Beavers probably. And there you have it, Tony Dow, guest I liked, on uh, the Square Base. It's cyclical, man. See how it Since all you comes asked. around. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes for me. <laughs> Since you asked. It's funny, I was at Target. Dare you say? Dare I say Hogan's classic. Heroes. It is a classic. Of course. And, uh, oh, those wacky Nazis. There, there's nothing funny than good Nazis in prison camps. But no, it's funny because I was at Target last night looking for um, Arrested Development Season 2 on DVD and they didn't have it. But they had, they had like, there's the definitive Hogan's Heroes of, now available on DVD. Yeah, there were some neat people on that. Richard Dawson, wasn't he on Hogan's Heroes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, later to go on to uh, Family Feud. Family which, Feud. You know, it all starts with Hogan's Heroes. What can you say? I'll tell you my favorite uh, 80s uh, show, and this is a no-brainer. That's not a no-brainer. Family Ties. Sha-na-na-na. Sha-na-na-na. <laughs> and not because it's a great show, but because it had the great character of Alex P. Keaton. That was a really great character, Michael J. Fox. Actually. Yeah, sure. I grew up wanting to be Alex Who P. didn't? Yeah. Did you used to dress like him? I oh. did. I, well, had the, I used to wear the little knit tie to work. Between that and Sonny Crockett, I was torn. But, uh, oh, no, wow. I never. I, I still to this I day I guess don't. I needed like a turquoise knit tie with the square no, bottom. We used to wear... I, I went to a school. I went to Countryside High School up in Clearwater, and um, 
we were preppy to begin with. So the idea of wearing a knit tie to school was didn't even draw any second glances. Preppy. There's a there's an eighties term too. Yeah, preppy. Okay, well, we I'm, were the kings of I am looking there. on this list here. I've got the top fifty TV shows of the nineteen eighties and we're Family Ties is listed as number ten out of fifty. Not bad. That's not bad. But um sixty minutes is number one. Then we have Dallas, Cosby Show. I'll just read the top ten. Thank you. Dallas, Cosby Show, Cheers. Murder, She Wrote, The Golden Girls, Monday Night Football, Dynasty, Who's the Boss? Who's the Boss Before comes Family, in family Ties. ties. I, can't, I can't go along with that. And then Chase's beloved Falcon Crest <laughs> at number 12. Different World ranks at number 13. What did you think, Chase? Um, tell me a little bit about your thoughts about the whole Cosby Show, Different World stuff. Cosby uh, Show was terrific. The Different World sucked. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, sure uh, you can. You can say anything Cosby you want show. here. Cosby Show was the 80s, the 80s. Yeah, Cosby Show was the was the middle to the late '80s, and and really brought. I think it was sort of said to upscale America that you know minority families, black families wear really nice are, sweaters. Yeah, three hundred dollars sweaters, but you know are are part of you too. It it sort of said that there there's less of a divide, and and I think Bill Cosby made a huge uh, jump in that area. Sadly, it uh, didn't seem to take. We don't have an awful lot of. Minority families in today's no, uh, networks. Yeah, and what about you know the spinoff? I mean, what happened there? It's just like Lisa yeah. Bonet had a really really great opportunity. That's when she goes to college, right? Totally flipped yeah, out. Was Sinbad. Her- <laughs> does, does she go? Sinbad was in that too. Where did they yeah, go Jasmine to college? Yeah, Jasmine Guy. It became more her vehicle did, than Lisa. It was like catered. It was like totally set what was up the just name for of the, Lisa What was Bonet? the name of the fictional college that there it takes place at? Spellman or something? No, isn't it? Don't they? Doesn't don't they go to the same college that? Uh, Bill, Bill went to theoretically. Yeah, well, I don't remember what it was. I thought it was like Spelman. Oh man, that's it's embarrassing when we have a trivia question we don't know the answer to. It's worse when you when you Hillman initiated. wasn't it Hillman College? I thought it was Spelman Hillman. Uh, you know, I don't know. Well, thanks a lot for doing this. Thanks, thanks a lot for making. Didn't us Lisa Bonet end up dumb. in prison? She, <laughs> no, no but she I don't should. think she did. No, no, she didn't. No, but she was married to Lenny Kravitz. There you go. This little well, he trivia. deserves to be in prison. And they had a, ch- a kid named Zoe. Okay, uh, Magnum PI, another one. The Jeffersons. I'm surprised to see this. Number fourteen. How long were they a program yeah, for? That made, into that, that the, made 80s? the transition. It wasn't long. It, okay. It, it, uh, they they were sort of absolutely the last one of the, of the most 70s. brilliant, brilliant shows ever, if you ask me. Yes. And when Wheezy died in real life, Isabel Sanford. Uh, yeah, I weeped. We'll always of, have Sherman Helmsley. Though. Yeah, <laughs> would, seemingly so. He's would, kind of, speaking <laughs> of the Jeffersons, because the Jeffersons was a spinoff of uh, All in the Family. All in the Family. The 80s are almost sort of like the decade of the spinoffs. I mean, you could sit there and go, almost every show seems like it was a spinoff of even, another show. Even Mork and Mindy, a spinoff of Happy exactly. Days. Yeah. And then Laverne and Shirley, of course, from Happy Days. Now, and, I know we're an 80s show, but the, all that Norman Lear stuff in the 70s, did you find any, did, did, in your opinion, what were the strongest written shows in the in the 1980s chase oh man like all 19- that stuff like good times and besides, besides and miami vice <laughs> that was not a well-written that's a great show he, yeah he did actually when he became the tv critic he he really made a case for writing all about my i remember seeing those really? meetings i'm sorry I didn't and he was that. he was i'm passionate about and we were yeah. all like only oh, a few things serious and now he really really likes miami vice a lot are you excited about the movie or does Hard, yeah, hard to say. In fact, a funny, funny story. Um, we were out in Hollywood, and Chris Rock was promoting his new show. And I said to Chris Rock, "Hey, are you going to make a, you know, a cameo in the Miami Vice movie?" And he said, "No, they already cast that. I'm not in that. Yeah, I was never in Miami Vice." I said, yeah, you were. Your first television appearance. Chris Rock played an intern in the episode where James Brown is a space alien. It was called The Lost Hours. Wow. And yeah. did he forget? And yeah, you he had completely forgotten. Thank. 
goodness for people like Chase Squares yeah. who are insane and know these things. It is kind of ill. So, okay, you do think Miami Vice was one of the most strongly written programs? Yeah, the stylistically, then. it did change to television. I mean, it, it brought in the <laughs> ushered who can forget? But yeah. it ushered in the area of making music part of the show. Um, which we now see in the OC and, oh, yeah. and things like that. Absolutely. Where Laguna Beach. It, Gilmore Girls, everything. Yeah. yeah. So it, it really did, it made it into a music video. I mean, MTV from the 80s changed uh, how television was made. Quick, can you name the five original VJs? Oh, man. Triple J, Martha Quinn, um, the guy with the squiggly hair, the guy with the spiky blonde hair. Alan Hunter, Mark Goodman, reverse go. those, but we know what you mean. And Nina Blackfoot. Nina Blackwood? Blackfoot? Blackfoot? I don't think she was Blackfoot. Uh, she was the one with the, right. with the funky hair, the, yeah. the blonde. Yeah, the frizzy hair. So there was, you well know, done. a lot of hair things and then Triple J and Martha Quinn. Yeah. That go. was great. We, and did you come home like after school? I, I would sit there for three hours with my friends watching MTV for like three hours watching music videos. Nobody does that anymore. No, because there, well, there are no, no music videos. videos. Why not? You know what's sad is I didn't have cable. Um, Who killed the video star? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have We're cable for the him. first few years because <laughs> I lived out in Palm Harbor and we didn't have it there. So what I would do is give a, a tape to a friend and they would tape MTV for six hours on a tape. And they give it to me every week, so I would have a tape. Uh, like an audio tape? No, no, no. no oh, like you video, could just listen video. to the radio. Yeah, like, no, video You tape. had a videotape machine. So I would, see, I would watch the same six hours of videos over and over again until they gave me a new tape. So, I mean, there's like uh, Men at Work and... It was, and that was a lot like watching MTV Live, the same videos yeah, over and over uh, again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's that's how I did it. Your golden earring when the bullet hits the bone? Yeah. Oh, you know, that, that used to upset my mom. We were all She used alone. to think that was just inappropriate to say in a song. It just really bothered her every time that came on. She would make me turn it off. Wow. What about... She was strict. I have a few more questions for uh, the Cheers finale, the MASH finale. Those were some of the really, The Cheers really finale big... was in the 90s. It wasn't in the yeah, 90s? I'm 90s. sorry. Well, it was con- considered an 80s show. Right. I'm sorry. The MASH finale. Was that a yeah. real, real big deal to it, you guys? It, was, it wasn't that big a deal to, to my family. Um, I watched it. Yeah. But, you know, I watched TV alone an awful lot <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I think it was a babysitter around us. But, you know, go watch the MASH finale. Right. Um, it was a. It was one of the. It was the top rated show yeah. for the longest time. The the number one. And then what watched. bumped it off? God what knows. did bump it off? Seinfeld or something? What? Yeah. Seinfeld had one of the worst. I mean, not to not to get off on a tangent here, but that's what we do. Seinfeld had to have probably the worst ever series finale. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it was just. It was there. They were like it was like an improv. It was horrible. It, it was, was terrible. They were making it up as they went along. Yeah. I think they were all tired. I love Cheers finale. Cheers was good. I thought Mash was pretty good. But how do you end Seinfeld? Maybe they should have just. Not had a season finale. That would have been fun. That would have been better. Just said, I think they hey, it. we're out of ideas. There's shows on here that I have completely forgotten about that are ranked so high. Well, you know, consider top 50 out of an entire decade. Bosom Buddies, good. is that on there? Is that Bosom Buddies? Um, better no. Be like a great show. I don't see it. You know, Tom I, I could, Hanks uh, plays a But like Hotel, character. Empty Nest, you yeah. know, I don't even I remember. I vaguely Nest. remember these shows. Empty Nest had Kristen McNichol, right? Yeah. 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 She's if it weren't a, for Wendy and Prince, Kristen McNichol would go be... I'm just going to say it. What? You like lesbians. Steve, you do. She's not a lesbian, is Christy she? McNichol. Um, is she a lesbian? Yeah. Oh, Chase. I mean, oh, Steve. Jesus. Steve, you have problems. You should have okay. known from that summer camp movie she made there. I'm just oh, going to say yeah. it. I'm, there's She's no not, way to I, Google it, Steve, okay, when we're done. Uh, the definitive answer. If it's on if, the internet, it's true. If I start true. Googling Christy McNichol and lesbians here at work, I think it'll be my last day 
on the job. It's research for the program. Okay, okay let's You're talk about the best show from the '80s, Pee Wee's Playhouse, hands down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely the best show. You're make grimacing. High, you don't agree with me? Chase, you're dumb. You're, you're dismissed. <laughs> that was just okay. an awful, awful. It's show. the best show ever. Look, we even have the Pee Wee doll here, right here, going, yay. Yeah, okay. It does take on a new sort of a, a, a new. It's the best show ever. Phil Hartman was on it as Captain Carl. Who cares what he did? Who cares? That's neither here nor there. Okay? We're talking about the wonderful, wonderful Paul Rubens and his wonderful, wonderful show. Pee Wee Herman's attorney, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not, I don't get any kind of, Natasha Leone, the whole cast was made from just brilliant, sane people. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Cowboy Curtis. The show was great. You didn't like it? Oh, but no, go watch Falcon Crest, Chase. Okay? There you go. Would you say the 80s were the decade of Scott Baio? (laughs) Oh, Chachi, Chachi, Chachi. Jimmy Smits was a guy. Johnny loves Chachi. Charles in charge. You guys, can you please go to the blog and tell me how wonderful Pee Wee's Playhouse was? Because obviously Chase Squires knows nothing of of television. You know what? what? Pee Wee's Playhouse would have been better if Scott Baio had played Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, Scott Baio had been Pee Wee Herman. That would have been been great. Wah, wah, wah. Pee-wee's, Herman's, Pee-wee's Playhouse was a bad show, and Christy McNichol is a heterosexual. You heard it here from Steve Spears and Chase Squire. That's sad. Let's listen to, wait, we've got, because we love Scott Bayo so much, let's listen to, we have the theme song from our, our favorite Scott Bayo show, Charles in Charge. Let's cue that up while we beat Gina into submission. Yeah. The new boy in the neighborhood lives downstairs and it's understood. Oh man! Well, if we're gonna talk about uh, female crush objects of the uh, '80s, we have to talk about the facts of life. Right? Well, you, you were a Joe or a Blair man. I don't know. I mean, you had to pick. Um, uh, gee, I guess I know. I guess I could have been a Tootsie or a, what was the other Natalie. girl's name? Natalie. And and Molly oh. Ringwald was on it for a well, few seasons. And I'm a Molly Ringwald fan. For one season. Uh, or Molly Ringwald, the greatness that is. That's right. Yeah, if uh, if only our buddy Sean Daly were here, we'd be talking about Molly, Molly Shannon. Sherman, 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 his girlfriend. Sherman? Yeah, yeah. So who did you like on the Facts Life, Steve? I'm going to take a wild uh, guess who you I'm like. Gonna, uh, she rode a motorcycle, had a ponytail. Yeah, I'll take Looked Joe. like she could uh, body yeah. slam you. <laughs> Joe. Probably Joe. I, I'm just not a. I, it was definitely uh, Joe. Uh, I was definitely a Blair Blair guy. I, I, I'm not into blondes to begin with, but um, Joe. You always felt like you were getting away with something, too, when, it, when I would get to watch The Facts of Life, because it was like a chick show. You might learn something. Hey, and what was it a spinoff of? Uh, different Strokes. Right. What you talking about? Yeah. How was it a spinoff? Oh, Edna Garrett? Edna Garrett was, was the housekeeper. The and yeah. uh, the, the sister, the big sister, went to the boarding school. She and did? Yeah, Kimberly? Did. Yeah, she went to the boarding school, and that was it started out with her on the show. Okay. And she was gone after the first season. Hmm. Along with Molly? Yeah, that she and then she ended up dead, hooked on drugs. So she also Dana went through Plato? a lesbian phase. Did she really? <laughs> yeah, Dana Plato. She did. Yeah, she did not. Oh, Steve, she did. Don't you keep up? <sighs> she did, but I mean, she, was it a lesbian phase or was she just stoned? No, she went through some she phase porn, towards the end of her she? life where she lived wasn't with some woman porn? in a trailer or something. It was just sort of a. She just did everything. Oh, I think no. this <laughs> is horrible. Was it Christy McNichol? Mm, no. It could have been. I don't. There's I, I no don't. No way that Christy McNichol is a lesbian. Steve, everybody knows this except for you, okay? Because you're fragile and you freaked out about the Wendy from the Revolution being a lesbian, so we couldn't tell you that Christine McNichol also was. Should I make a list? You know, Ellen DeGeneres is too. I don't want to freak you out. I I, I had a clue to that one. Rosie. Do I need to make a list? Portia de Rossi. There's 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 got to be somebody I was into that was heterosexual. Um, Scott Baio. Not me. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. Did I? Charles in charge. 
charge. You like the in charge part. I do like that. I did like that that show a little too much. This is this is. You know, Tony Danza has a talk show now, which that little boy on his show is gay too. Yeah, well, like if you didn't know Jonathan, come on, buddy, pay attention. But I just wonder why Scott Bayo doesn't have a talk show. I think that would be. Is he still around? He's alive, right? Yeah, as far as we, in far in fact, he just appeared on Arrested Development. He uh, made a guest appearance, which was interesting because he comes in as the lawyer replacing his uncle, Henry Winkler, who was the lawyer on Arrested Development. That was very clever how they did that. Yeah, what's the deal with Henry Winkler? I mean, he, like, disappeared from the face of the earth for a while. Now suddenly he's back in The Waterboy. I like him. It's absolutely appalling sitcom out of practice. It's horrible. It's Dr. Channing. He was doing such a great job there as, what, a director for a while? Now I think that was just a giant myth that was perpetrated that, you know, remember Henry Winkler? He's not really a tough guy. He's really a brilliant director. Not really. No, (laughs) not so much. (laughs) Not so much. The best best thing he was ever in, though, I think, was uh, Night Shift. Night Shift. Night Shift. Idea. Edible paper. Yes. Have we listened to the Facts of Life theme song? Mayonnaise 2 Facts of Life. Oh, no. We have to cue that puppy We should probably listen to that. It's the greatest theme song. Can we take the good and take the bad? Take them both in there. We have the Facts of Life. I love Edna Garrett. Let's just sing it. And nobody asked me who my favorite Facts of Life girl was. It was Edna Garrett, totally all the way, with the orange hair. That was my nickname for a long time in... Um, junior high, Edna. That's not good. I just remember the scene where she was explaining to how girls' bodies grow, and she's standing in front of the mirror and saying, and "Then I got curvier and curvier." <laughs> and I picture that with Edna Garrett, and it just is kind of that, disturbing. That's gross. That? <laughs> Stuff that gets more, stuck in your head. It's like popcorn between your teeth. I wish you hadn't brought that one up. Now I'm just going to be seeing that the rest of the day. So are we going to listen to this theme song? Yes, or we're just going to sing it. it. Sweet, cue it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back with images of the sexy, sexy Edna Garrett. Uh, what's her name in real life? That lady? Edna Garrett. Edna Garrett. It she actually is Edna Garrett. Played herself. No, nobody. A lot of people don't know that. Name. Nobody knows her. What about name. Moonlighting, guys? Were you guys fans of Moonlighting? Sure. And Bruce Willis became a gigantic, gigantic Hollywood star briefly, and not not so much for Sybil Shepherd. Why not? We what was the- we saw? Sybil Shepherd one is nuts. Um, but we saw her that she is. <laughs> we saw her this summer at a conference, and she was pimping her um, continuing role as Martha Stewart uh, mm. in the Martha Behind Bars, which is really boring. But she went on this weird tangent. She's incredibly bitter about not getting enough royalties off of the Moonlighting DVD release. And man, that's like all she wants to talk about. Really? And she says it's unfair that she has a crappy house and lives in the valley. Oh. So there's that. There you here's, go. Here's a, here's a final question to help us wrap it up. If you had to take one. TV show from the 80s and remake it today using, you know, newer stars, obviously, and newer writers and better production facilities. Which one would it be and why? Are you asking me Anybody. Well, Not make you. it into a movie like everything else? No, no movie. Just it has make to be, it, just has make to be done a new, as a series. I'm asked both again? of you. You can go first if you want. Oh, boy. I hate this question, and I consequently hate you. So. Well, Chase, Chase, make, make the Cosby show with white people, I think, would be really cutting edge. Wouldn't that just be like every other show? <laughs> <laughs> I would take Empty Nest and have you play the Christy McNichol character, Steve. I, and it would be virtually the same. I just play I opposite think. her? <laughs> this is not good. No, I, I would have One Day at a Time and have you play Schneider. And, um, Schwa- didn't he go Schwa? Uh, 
and what's ha- his big? Have thing? you put the little cigarette pack in your sleeve and uh, I don't know? Have Edna Garrett play the Bonnie Franklin character? I no, I, I have no answer. I think it. we really should just take answer. Miami Vice as it is and just run it in prime yeah. time again, and I'll bet it would score really well. I think you're right, actually. I think, I bet it, you're would, right. I think it would get yeah. a huge viewership. You're probably right. Note to Hollywood. There you go. <laughs> Feed <laughs> two tuna fish. <laughs> We're going to have to do a whole episode one time just on Night Shift. Oh, here's my answer, and it actually it's, it's a cheat answer because it's already been done, and that's Battlestar Galactica. Which is being remade on the um, Sci-Fi Channel, and I love it. I watch it. I used to watch the original. Uh, geek check. Uh, yeah, he, look at this the guy, guy sitting here in the Journey T-shirt. That, what was your first clue? What about Alf? What a good show that was. That's a great show. They should bring back because he's still doing oh my commercials. God, I Alf's was still mocking it, Jason. Yeah, but you know oh, your man, career's gone down the show. crapper. My mom loved that show so, so much. My dad. My dad. Your career's gone down the crap. What is a puppet? He's a, he's he wasn't real. You know and he's not a lesbian. For? What are you talking real. about? He wasn't Alf. real. Alf is not. What you know what Alf, <laughs> Alf stood for? Alien life form. God, how'd you know that? Uh, geek check. <laughs> <laughs> wow. On that note, I'm just taking my Pee Wee Herman doll, and I've got to go. But yeah. um, oh yay! But you know, tune in next week where you'll find probably not Chase because he's got to go home and watch Miami Vice Have the DVD. entire first season. Oh, I'm not DVD. surprised. And he's going to go home, take off his socks, put his shoes right back on, and watch Miami Vice DVDs. And then, but Steve and I will lose forever, forever, and ever stuck in the Cheers. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name